0: Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, founder and owner of Katarse, a women's empowerment athleisure line and movement, fitness cover model, mind, body, and soul coach, intuitive empath, lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. Trigger warning, this episode covers trauma that may be sensitive to some, so listen at your own discretion. Um, And first of all, you guys, um, if you hear my dog snoring, that's because she's snoring right beside me, so just disregard, she's relaxing. (laughs) Um, So, you are going to want to take some notes, most likely, so grab your favorite cup of Joe, your notepad, and your pen. I have a few questions for you guys. So... Would you leave your house wide open for anyone to just walk in at night? I'm talking wide open doors open, windows are open, lights on for everyone to see the value that you have inside. So why do some of us allow toxic people into our lives and grant people access to us that we know are not good for us? Why do some of us work really, really hard to appease others at the sacrifice of ourselves? And why do some of us agree to doing things we'd rather not do? If any of this sounds like you, keep listening. You absolutely came to the right episode. This was me my entire life, um, pretty much until 2020, when my codependency cape came crashing down. I had a really difficult time, you know, sticking up for myself. I let people walk all over me. I had trouble saying no, and I was always people pleasing. And every single day, I was absolutely exhausted. Many of my prior coaching clients in the past have faced the same. So why are some of us abandoning ourselves? This is ultimately due to a lack of boundaries. And I had asked this question in my IG, um, what you guys wanted me to cover for the next episode. And everybody unanimously said a lack of boundaries. So it seems to be a really big issue. Um, that many of us do face. Now, to uh, tackle something, you have to, you know, figure out what is really causing it ultimately, and then you can tackle it. So I found out that the reason why, you know, those lack of boundaries, the reason why the, the madness behind it was trauma, um, childhood trauma or childhood wounds, which I'm sure, you know, you've heard about, you've seen on social media, a lot of people do talk about it. And you're probably thinking, what exactly does that mean? I'm an adult now. So what does that mean? Um, So wounds that occur in childhood that if, you know, if they're not dealt with properly through therapy or some other intervention, they will show up again in adulthood. Childhood traumas that go unhealed tend to show up in your adult relationships with other people. I'll say that again, childhood traumas that go unhealed or AKA not addressed tend to show up in your adult relationships. This was my story. And for many people that I have known, it was the same. Um, And you know what? In a perfect world, everyone walking the earth has addressed their childhood wounds and worked on healing so that they are secure in relationships. But this is obviously not the case. Most people have not addressed the past because, let's face it, it's extremely painful. We run. A lot of us throw ourselves into addictions to not think about it. Some of us chase relationship after relationship to not think about it. Others, in the worst case scenarios, abuse others to deal with their lives that are extremely unmanageable. They're unmanageable pain, essentially. Um, Codependent types are typically what is called an anxious attachment style. Um, Growing up, codependent types have had one or both parents acting inconsistent. The parent or parents most likely were loving, then not, then would like completely withdraw as an example. Um, Love was extremely unpredictable and therefore the world was extremely unpredictable in the eyes of a child. So if you can imagine, not knowing like if mom or dad or both are going to be receiving of love, if they're going to be yelling at you one day, ignoring you the next. Um, This is what this may look like. These types of usually um, grow up with fears of abandonment and trying to appease others, you know, therefore abandoning themselves in the process to avoid people leaving them. As I'm saying this, you guys, I feel personally called out because this was me. So codependent types um, tend to attract what's called avoidant attachment types or avoidant attached types. Um, And in extreme cases of these types of individuals, they have narcissistic personality disorder. Again, this was my story until 2020 when I broke the damn cycle. So avoidant attached individuals um, typically grew up in households with a dismissive and neglectful parent or parents, and in some extreme cases, extremely abusive households. Um, Someone's childhood experiences are not their fault. So, you know, your childhood trauma is not your fault. Okay. However, healing is your responsibility as an adult. Um, again, if you had a crazy, um, uh, hard childhood, a lot of us have growing up as an adult, if you have not addressed those issues, it will impede and impair every part of your relationship. And you sometimes don't even notice it until you get in a relationship. Um, so how do we break a cycle that was instilled in us since childhood, So there's different things you can do, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to give you guys some like tidbits and some pieces, like pieces of advice and some things that have worked with me, um, personally, but just know that like, obviously, or maybe not so obviously the first advice, piece of advice I would give you is to seek therapy. I can't say that enough. Um, I am glad that the world is changing in the sense that people can finally talk about therapy And it's not so taboo. Like we can talk about everything under the sun, but God help us if we talk about therapy. You know, people can post on social media. I'm getting surgery. I'm getting, um, I don't know. I'm I'm getting uh, lip fillers. um, I'm really depressed. um, So I'm working out. We can finally post about sobriety, which is wonderful. But it's still taboo to be like, oh, I'm going to go see my therapist today. Um, And it shouldn't be. Therapy is something that I feel like everyone could benefit from. Um, Whether you have had an extremely challenging time in your life recently, or this goes back to childhood, or you want to address a fear, I can't stress it enough. Therapy is beneficial for all. Um, So with that being said, there are some things that you can do on your own to help you break a codependent cycle. Um, and therefore help you. Um, So here are a few of the things that I've done. And a few of the things that I've, um, I've talked to people about doing and others have done that have really, 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 really helped. Um, So just start getting into your body is like the best avenue. So we've heard of the mind body connection, right? Your body knows the truth before your mind can filter it. I will say that again. So your body knows the truth before your mind can talk you out of it. Um, so your body will know and react in ways that will let you know what is going on. So I'll give you an example. Um, have you ever met somebody and immediately felt nervous? Now I don't mean like the giddy, uh, giddy way, like excited nervous. You know, I mean the oh my god, this man or woman is capable of sticking me in a refrigerator sort of way. Vibes do not lie we are designed to survive. Our nervous system is designed to protect us at all costs. So think of your gut like your North Star. The issue is we doubt our intuition, at least those of us who have been anxiously attached since childhood. Um, And the reason for that is because as children, Our guts did not line up with the results. The gut said, hey, this isn't love. And in some cases, but our minds were like, well, maybe it is because we wanted to believe it was. Enter something called cognitive dissonance. And it's where your mind and your body aren't matching up. It's when you are in a, I'll give you an example, an abusive relationship and you love this person and you know in your heart and in your gut that like you're being abused It's extremely toxic. You need to get out. Your body is reacting in a way in which you need to run, fight or flight, right? But your mind is like, no, they do care about me. So that confusion is something that's called cognitive dissonance. Um, And this could be, you know, dealing with toxic friends or partners. It doesn't have to be a love interest, Um, but it goes either way, you know, your gut's telling you this person is treating you poorly and your mind has rationalized it. No, they really do care about me and I don't wanna be abandoned by the, ca- the person that I care about, so I will stay. Therefore, I do not trust my gut and I do not trust my intuition. So now you've like told your brain unintentionally that you cannot trust your gut. So moving forward, whenever your gut is saying, yo, this is a red flag, whatever that looks like, You are arguing yourself down. You are um, muting your voice and you're arguing yourself down. Without boring you guys with all the nerdy psychology nuances of how our brain circuits work, I will sum it up to say that yes, we can rewire our own brain, which is pretty fucking cool. So learning to listen to your gut intuition will rewire your brain to believe in it again. This does take practice, but over time it'll become a habit, like anything else that you want to start doing in your life. Think of it like if you've ever started a fitness journey. You know, The first several times you work out, it's really hard. You may not know what you're doing. Maybe if you don't know what you're doing, you hire a trainer, and even with a trainer, so a teacher, right? It's really hard at first. You're like, I don't know how to work this equipment. Everything's new. Showing up is new, right? Um, but once you start doing it over time, it becomes a habit, just like learning to drive. The first several times you drove, I'm sure you weren't driving straight in your lane, but oh, throughout time, you get used to it. Um, so, getting into your body again is extremely important. Getting into your body by moving it is very important. You know, with regular fitness, consistently move your body. I cannot stress that enough. Personally, I train five days a week and I do yoga once a week and do some cardio throughout, but you don't need to do all of that. Just start moving your body like say three times a week, Um, maybe some light cardio and some weight training and including yoga once a week will help you a ton. This will teach you that you are showing up for yourself. When you show up for yourself, your brain is like, okay, we're showing up for ourselves now, Right. And you are building confidence. You don't even think of it like that, but that's what's happening. And you're you're strengthening your again your mind body connection, um, which is going to strengthen your intuition and open up your mind. Again, and this all this is all connected. Um, the next step, or not next step, but the next thing that I would say is get crystal fucking clear about your desires, your wants, and your goals it is always you versus you only at the end of the day. So sit down and write this out. What is one thing I truly desire this year? Okay. What is one thing I truly desire this year? What is one thing that you really want in your heart? And and I'll give you some examples that could be, um, I want, I don't know, I want a different job, you know, or I want, I want to move or, and you know, make it specific. Like, I want to move to Florida. I don't want to move to Florida. I love California, but as an example, um, and then write one goal down to start. What is one goal you want to achieve this month? Right? So specific in a timetable. Okay. What is one goal that you want to achieve this month? And again, I'll give you an example. So when I did this journal entry at the beginning of 2020, because I did do this and I still, you guys, I still I still journal a lot. Um, it read something like, I truly desire good people in my life. Sounds simple, right? Um, my one goal that I wanted to achieve this month, and I put my one goal I would like to achieve this month is to improve my health. Then I, you know, write out the steps to start. Okay. That month I picked a quit date. I quit smoking. I started hiking. I blocked the view to toxic individuals I had in my life at the time, which was not easy to do because again, as an ex codependent, (laughs) that's not a natural thing to do is to block somebody. Um, but I blocked somebody, I, or I blocked a few toxic individuals. Sorry. I had in my life at the time. Um, and you know what? Everything changed. Amazing people started coming into my life. I felt healthier than I had in years and I still do. Okay. Okay it really works. And when you put pen to paper, you are more likely to follow through than if you just keep it in your head because you're already training. Again, it's, you're not even realizing you're doing this. You're rewiring your brain. You are training your body, the act of physically writing. Now this is what's okay. So this is super important. You know, we use our cell phones for everything under the sun, right? um for this kind of a thing I would not use your I would not use your phone. Do not use the notes on your iPhone. I will tell you why. There's something to be said about the physical act of taking a piece of paper out or a journal or whatever and writing pen to paper. You know, there's something about that. There's something to be said about it. And when you do that, you're more you're more likely to be drawing physically drawing the life that you want on paper right in front of you. Because you're actually seeing that it's already starting to happen, whereas a quick little type in the cell phone, and you may or may not open up the notepad icon, um, Because and I'm speaking from experience. I've done that, and guess what? The lists that I've created, or not lists, but the journal entries I've created, the lists I've created in my um, phone, uh, you guys, I don't think I did half of them, <laughs> so I would say definitely use a journal. Go old school, right? Use a journal. Um Write it down on paper. In fact, here's something fun. Date it. Date it. Date your journal entries. Then sometimes go back in time and see how much you've done. And, you know, give yourself a shout out, a personal shout out. You know, I, just, I sound like a total nerd right now, but seriously, date your journal entries. Um, And also amp up your self-care. So start journaling how you're feeling every night. Not not forever, you guys. I know we're all busy, okay. But like, when you're starting a new journey, when you're wanting to change some drastic—and I don't mean like baby changes, okay. I don't mean like, oh, I want to change. Um, I don't know. I can't think of something right now. But a major change in your life. If you're trying to make some drastic changes, start journaling how you're feeling. It doesn't have to be a research paper. Just a few sentences. I felt angry today because someone cut me off in traffic and and whatnot, right? Um, And then write down one thing you're proud of, you know? So I felt angry today because someone cut me off in traffic. It's raining outside in the Bay Area. We need the rain, but I hate rain. Um, (laughs) The grocery store wasn't packed. My dog snoring beside me, whatever. And then write down something you're proud of, right? Something that you're proud of that you did just for that day. And it could be the smallest thing, the smallest thing. Um, I'm proud of myself for showing up for myself at the gym this morning. I didn't want to get out of bed and I did it, Right. Or maybe your day was challenging. Maybe you're proud of yourself that you didn't flip the bird at somebody in traffic that definitely deserved it, right? Maybe you're proud of yourself for handling a situation with grace and dignity when you felt like smacking somebody, not literally, but you know, in your head. Um, Write down something you're proud of and start doing something each week that you actually enjoy at least once a week. So, again, I know we're busy. I know a lot of us are working, um, even multiple jobs or some of us are parents and working, or some of us are single parents and it it just, we are busy. I get that, but just pick, it doesn't have to be the same day every week, but just make sure that you're doing at least one thing for yourself every single week. That's fun. Not a chore. This could be, um, You know, it could be meeting up with friends to go out dancing. Maybe it's a road trip. Maybe you want to go on a small road trip every week, or maybe not because of gas right now, right? Maybe it's a hike with your dog. Maybe it's, you know what? I used to play the guitar. Oh my God, but my guitar has been sitting in my closet for two years. Maybe I start playing the guitar again, even if I sound like shit, because you know what, for me, like it's so much fun and I'm going to do it for me. You know, maybe it's dancing around your apartment because you're a goofball. Maybe it's going to the movies. I don't know. Make sure you're doing something for yourself every single week. Something that you really, really enjoy. Um, Something that I've also started doing several months ago, and it has helped, okay, is try meditating each morning. Now, I know you. maybe you're thinking, um, oh my God, Melissa, you're, you've given me so many things that I need to do, okay? But these things literally minus the fun thing. I hope the fun thing is all fricking day long, but minus the fun thing for you, everything else on this quote unquote list does not take a lot, like a long, long time. Um, You guys, I'm not good at meditating, but what does being good at meditating even mean? Because you're doing it for yourself, right? Like for me, for example, and some of my friends that I know, they've expressed the same feelings towards it. Like sitting by myself, all I can think of is like flinching and thinking of not thinking, thinking the thought, I'm not thinking, I need to meditate, I'm not thinking, I need to meditate. It sounds like a, it sounds like a, um, a punishment or something. But what I started doing and this, this really helped me go to YouTube and just find like a three minute guided meditating, guided meditation on de-stressing or whatever you need for that day. So like, say you wake up in a really bad mood, and you're like moody, you know, you're moody when you wake up, you don't have to get up to know that you're, you're kind of in a pissy mood, you know, Sit up out of bed and go on YouTube and look for a three minute guided meditation on um, not being moody. <laughs> you know, three minute guided meditation on being happy. Um, the next one, this is gonna be the hard one. So, this one was the hardest one for me. Start saying no. Start saying no. Not no, but no, mm-mm. no, period. No, the word N O with a period at the end. Not no, because X, Y, Z, please accept. No, it's just a no. It's, it's real simple. No, I'm not interested. No, I don't like that. No. And it will give you anxiety if you're not used to it. But again, this will get easier. And this all goes back to that nerdy brain circuit bullshit where you are rewiring your brain, right? And the more you do it, it's like anything else. It becomes second nature, Start using your voice to express how you feel in a respectful way, of course. So if someone hurts your feelings, let them know, okay? If you are happy about what your man or woman did for you, this one's easy, let them know. If someone stole your last donut, let that be no. <laughs> if you want to be first on the zip line, <clears throat> kindly let them know. Try to start practicing speaking up instead of staying quiet through something that is pissing you off. If you want a job promotion and you're working really, really hard to obtain it and feel that you are on the right path, sit your boss down, let them know. Hey, Mr. Boss, so I'd like to have a conversation with you. It's two o'clock today. Is that a good time? You guys sit down. He or she says yes. Great. Great. So I was thinking and have everything ready. You know, I've been doing X, Y, and Z for the last six months. I really enjoy working for your company. I know I am ready for the next step. So what are your thoughts about me being promoted to fill in the blank? I am desiring a salary of fill in the blank. What are your thoughts on that? Now, this sounds like really, really, really scary, right? Um, I've had this conversation before and it does get easier. It is always scary at first, but I promise you guys, it does get easier. And even if, even if your your boss or whoever you're talking to is like, no, I don't think it did it. The fact that you had that conversation, you are building your confidence like in leaps and back, like leaps, like by a lot of levels, you are building your confidence you are unintentionally building your confidence. Um, and it, again, using your voice, it just becomes second nature after a while. So set healthy boundaries. Okay, so here we are. Now we're at boundaries. Oh my God, the entire podcast. Now we're at boundaries. Woo, throw a party. Healthy boundaries can look like this. I do not like the way you were talking to me. So I will talk to you later once you have calmed down. Do not say please. And I'm sorry after no, leave it at that. Once you have calmed down or healthy boundaries could look like, again, we're back to that. No, no. Or healthy boundaries can look like I am not comfortable with that. Oh, by the way, no explanation needed in parentheses. You don't need to explain to somebody when you're not comfortable with something unless you want to. Here's the thing. You want to, um, break the habits, Of over explaining yourself. It's almost like you're justifying, you are justifying a reason for breathing. You don't need to do that. You don't need to justify a no. You don't need to justify a, hey, you need to treat me better. Oh, but because I'm a good, stop. You do not need to justify your very existence. You exist, therefore you are important. End of story, period. Um, If you start doing these things, You guys, you will be breaking your codependent cycle. You will probably bother toxic people. You will bother toxic people and you absolutely will attract healthy people. You will gain self-confidence and you will kick ass. And I promise you, it will absolutely change your life for the better. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead. Hope you enjoyed today's episode check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe i really love hearing feedback from you so please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments just a reminder you matter you are amazing and you are a warrior